It is Friday, the 2nd of August 2019. This is episode 358 of Digital Outbox. Welcome along to another episode of Digital Outbox. I am Chris, and Ian is also here. Of course, he is. Chris, it's August. We're a month away from new iPhones, um, oh iOS thirteen, and all that nonsense. It's like the, the year is flying by. Buy your shares. Buy your shares. Um, we'll come I, on to them. I, they were they were <laughs> they were absolutely flying until Trump did his trade thing last night, and they just they just sunk. As China killed it. Yeah, it's China's fault. It's not. It's not Trump's fault. It's China's fault. So the best year I bought was Microsoft. Did they did they drop on on French wine? <laughs> uh, it didn't drop on French wine, but but Microsoft have been so. I I I bought uh, totally off talk. I bought Microsoft shares. I think about a year and a month, two months ago, and they're up thirty five percent. Wow! In a year, I mean that kind of says it all. Because at one point they were, I guess that's probably not riding the full wave either. Because no, they, no, they were properly down. They were in properly the down. So point. for me, mm-hmm. for me, picking that up and and looking at like my, my my small investment. And seeing it just, yeah. just slightly bigger is like oh, quite good. It's a beautiful thing. And you know, you gotta I'm I'm not gonna say that phrase. Right, let's get on with some um what? <laughs> let's couple, get on with the news. Of scum. <laughs> no there wasn't that. Hmm. Um it's gonna get you thinking now. Is it Facebook um scam busting service has gone live. Now this is this was all driven from um, Martin Lewis, fa- uh, money savings expert website man of fame. Um he moaned or complained, in fact, litigated about the fact that his face was being used on adverts that he had nothing to do with uh, on the Facebook platform. And uh, out of the back of that, I think he gave up that litigation based on uh, Facebook agreeing to fund some services to help people being scammed. And they've set up a, I think they put three million towards um, a program and it's going to be funded towards Citizens Advice. So it's actually not just um, sort of Facebook it's anyone getting scammed uh, and people will be able to phone up that service and get information. And, and I think even going as far as they could even get, have face to face meetings if things were, you know, got off the, off the, off the rails. Um, so uh, yeah, I guess it's good advertising for him. Uh, money saves expert man. Well, I, I mean, it's a legitimate complaint that he had because there was a whole load of fake ads with his mm. name attached and he has got a name. I mean, he's, his career has been built on what I see you can trust. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, so yeah, it's, it's def- I, I agree. It's different if it's like a, and I can understand other celebs. So I think there's been, I think some of the examples they, uh, I saw the BBC article on it was like, you know, the, the one of the BBC weather presenters was getting used to sell a beauty cream, and it's mm. and it's like she's never even heard, seen, you know, done anything with it, and it's all over Facebook, and there's nothing she can really do. Um, so the. It's- the kind of thing that would never happen on TV. You'd never, or, you know, you wouldn't have a radio advert with someone who hasn't been paid to be associated with no. it because it's regulated. Um, and, and so the, so it's, it, I think it's, it seems like a good thing because previously, I mean, if he'd won a legal case, they just bumped him a few million quid. And it's yes. like, that's not really solving the problem. So I think it's, a, again, good, good, good for him, good press for him. And, and again, in, the, in Facebook itself now, if you see an advert, um, you click on the three dots, top corner, and you can now say, send a detailed scam report. Um, it's interesting that it's still user-based functionality you know they're still uh, you know again you would never have that you wouldn't have a tv advert that suddenly went out and then you're asked to 
phone a number if if no, you, it, this, there is a, this advert happens to be rubbish. There is also a team within Facebook. Um, so as well as this money going to the citizen advice, there's a team within Facebook who are who are trying to you know hmm. do policing as well, and they're also realising that it's such a difficult you know it's just such a difficult thing. There's so many ads out there now. That they're yeah. relying. They're relying on it. But they're but they're happy to take the money for those adverts. Oh, that's, that's 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 always the argument, isn't it? Absolutely. It's like they're willing to take the buck, yeah. um, but they're not willing to take the responsibility. And it all comes down to what is Facebook? Is it a platform or is it actually a you know a media uh, organization? So it's, it's and I think that we're going to see things changing, um, right? Uh, well, it also shows, and I think he was making the point as well that this is the only route it could take. You know, as you mm. say, you would never see this in TV because there's laws in place to make sure you don't have, you know, you can't use, you know, your image in a, you know, yeah. in, a, in a illegal way. But there's, but the online world is just, it's just totally different. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit wild west, and, and I think overall we've seen it. You know, it's both both ways of we've seen pluses and minuses, haven't we? But um, I think more and more we're just going to see people see well facebook has become under regulation like media companies are currently so i think that's what we're going to end up seeing uh, certainly it seems to be the direction and we we've had things like the netflix um the big hack conspiracy the the, the documentaries and all those kind of things coming out so i think it's it's high in people's visibility at the moment um facebook also paying five billion to settle privacy concerns so this is u.s federal trade commission uh is is going to say they're going to be fined five billion for privacy um or you know all this all this privacy and the allegations around cambridge analytica and all that leak of data and and whatever came out of that now that i mean that's a huge fine and as they say it's big enough to make them think about it and hopefully to make them realize that they've got to solve this because if they get fined again you know it's it's going to be cheaper for them to solve it than than the fine is is their argument? Yeah, I'm um, I'm I'm not convinced. So, so the bit I thought was because initially I thought five billion. Wow, that's a fine. Um, but the share price went up because the, the fear was they were actually going to get regulated and they've escaped mm. regulation. And I, so, okay, I, I and I, yeah. I it almost feels like they've bought their way out of you know the the worst case scenario. Um, well, I mean, it's fine. I mean, what went to my mind was fine that's the u.s federal trade commission getting a nice five billion which i have as a user who suffered potentially from the leak of data what have i got out of that well i've got nothing i mean i'm not <laughs> do, do, do you know that that the point of view of well, you've just charged them five billion for this but but you've not solved anything from the user's point of view and you've not given that to the user i don't know what you're going to spend that on you could probably spend it on tariffs from china and, uh, in America, that's that's no good to me as a UK uh, consumer over here who's had the privacy. I, I, I totally agree, and I and I think that was a bit where it, I think Facebook got off lightly. And, and so again, you know, we've both watched the the Great Hack, so you know, Netflix mm. documentary. Um, it was covering you know much of Cambridge Analytica and and, and the data that they um, you know grabbed, manipulated, and then have used to power elections across the world. So it's not. It's not just the American campaign. It's not just Brexit. You know, there's a number of different elections around yeah, the world they were, where they have been able to influence. That that data scrape wasn't geo-targeted, so it's not just America. So maybe we'll see other fines. In fact, we are seeing other fines from other countries coming along. Um, but as soon as um, France say they're going to fine and, and, and tax and regulate Facebook, Trump comes along and says, right, I'm going to tax your French wine. Yeah. And, which tasted smeggy anyway. And, and I think... That, I think... <laughs> I think no, 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 no. yeah, and I, and I think <laughs> I think the problem with um, the problem with America right now is this corrupt government. You know, we're not, but you're not going to see a sensible set of legislation coming out of out of a Trump-run America. 
I mean, even the, was it a ten billion, you know, Pentagon, you know, software deal that that Oracle had tried to take to court because they didn't win, and court threw it out. Um, Trump's now intervened and said, "I'm not happy about Amazon getting this." Mm. And it's back to Oracle have given Trump lots of money, and he doesn't like Jeff yep. Bezos. So it's it's you're you're. You're, you've got a corrupt man running that country right now, so you're not going to get, you know. Is corrupt the right word, or is is it just a juvenile infant running the country, and no one ever thought that someone so babyish would be running a country? So that's kind of that. Ultimately, the rules don't cater for someone like him. He's corrupt. He's corrupt. <laughs> okay. He's sexist. He's racist. He should be in jail. Well, I, um, I don't disagree with all those things. I don't necessarily. I don't know about corrupt. I just think juvenile and babyish is a better term. I think he's corrupt. <laughs> I, I hear you i'm going to know yeah. you uh, okay. uh netflix shares 10 percent down um as the subscriber numbers are didn't meet analyst expectations and in fact just dropped off uh and they're saying they dropped off because oh we put the price up and suddenly people didn't subscribe anymore it's um you know what a shock uh they did say it was kind of across the board but it was uh, as notable in areas where they did put the prices up um and they're saying it's okay you know we, we're we not worried we're gonna put some more money into some first party stuff and, and then it'll be all good again but anyway uh you know this expectation of endless growth in a in an environment where you know user base is limited right <laughs> I, you know i don't get why this suddenly has a massive hack you know impact on the prices but there you go it does uh, so the uh, i guess it's what's coming next um, you know, so by end of the year, we'll have an Apple streaming service. We'll have a Disney streaming service. Um, next, oh, and the BBC and ITV, which can talk about. Yeah, them. and you know, next year there's a couple other big streaming services coming, and they're all ten to fifteen dollars a month. I think the Disney one's slightly less. Um, that p- people can't, you know, everybody can't keep paying, you know, ten to fifteen dollar a month per service plus keep on top the normal cable or Sky deals. We're about to go into the doldrums, you know, all this initially, you know, when you have one provider that does it, it's great. Everyone can subscribe to one service and it's it's good. It then splits a bit and splits more. Everyone thinks that their content's the most important. And we get into the situation we have with football where the only time you get true competition is when all these shows are available on all the platforms and then you get to choose which platform you subscribe to. That's when you get true consumer choice. We're going into the horrible position now where everyone's going to be holding onto their content and charging extra and more and more and more. Uh, so we might see the downfall of Sky, but it's also going to be the downfall of many a screaming provider. Uh, yeah, and, and your, your analogy of football is exactly right. When Sky had football on its own, um, yes, it was an, a monopoly, but it was but you paid one fee. Um, you're now paying probably three, maybe four, to watch like all the Premier. If you League. want to watch all the football, yeah. yeah if you want to watch all the four, Premier yeah. Champion, you know, league, all that kind of good stuff, it's all over the place now, and it's expensive. It's you know, it didn't yeah. Sky didn't cut much, the much more than Sky charged. Yeah, you Sky didn't drop the costs. That. You know, it didn't. It yeah. didn't mean like oh, well, we're only showing like two thirds of the games that we used to go drop the costs. Um, and there's actually yeah. more live games now because they, they didn't. All it is is we're not exclusive anymore. They've just said, "Well, BT's got this, but we're just showing more," um, and 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 it's a bit like the football. The, the quality's not there consistently to pay for all the services, and that's going to be the same for all these, you know, all these streaming services. That there's not enough time to watch all the content. Um, so- Again, and it's content providers. I guess there's a big balancing act between eyeballs watching it versus not money per per view, but ultimately, you know. 
you want, I don't know, do you want a big part of a small pond or do you want a, a you know a small part of a, a big pond and what's ultimately worth more well uh, you know an environment where your content is everywhere and it's seen and people paid for it is better than what they're going to get now which is they're going to lock it all away behind their own paywalls it's going to annoy people because they can't actually sit and watch it um and they've got to spend a fortune to get everything so they're going to start hacking it again they're going to start um not paying for it and they're going to go and start illegally downloading so they will be the downfall of themselves but eventually we'll come back to whichever service provider wins out uh and then that that'll be where the money goes again but we could just chop out the 10 years in between and just be you know yeah it's it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out it's i, I mean it's it's weird, but I can actually see, you know, you know, have we seen peak Netflix? You know, because I, I just, yeah, I think we have. You know, maybe. It's, and it, it's it's weird. Three years ago, we probably wouldn't have thought that. Um, no, no, not at all. But but I I, I didn't I, I mean I didn't foresee the kind of Amazons and Apples all moving into that. We need a you know streaming TV service. And how important things like having friends, because um, <laughs> yeah. that's going away from Netflix. And who knew that was still one of the most important shows and, and it will drag people across. I mean, I guess Netflix started its popularity because of um, Breaking Bad, really. That was what drew everyone in immediately because it got some traction. People got excited by it and it was locked into Netflix. So you couldn't get anywhere else. Um, and I guess that's so that's kicked them off. But but. But I guess everyone else is trying to do the same thing for their own yeah. provider. But <laughs> no one's got you know a hundred quid a, a month just to spend no. on streaming. I, and, but it's not even just the money; it's the time. It's 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 you know finding you know all these must watch eight you know eight to ten part series. It's it's like there's only so much you can consume. Um, and it's interesting because you you mentioned Breaking Bad and I always think House of Cards, House of Cards, Breaking Bad. They were the ones that we that were like can't get anywhere else. You know, unless you want to wait a year and we'll throw it on a DVD. But having everything in one place uh, on that service meant that yeah you could make that decision around one program but you'd get all that extra thrown in whereas now you're having to make it on an individual program by streaming service provider basis you know you do i want to have this yes so then i'm going to get a load of stuff i don't want it's a bit like having those variety packages on sky is, yeah they always made you have to buy the, different variety the, packages. the difference is the money they're throwing at these things that you, yeah, you, you, you mean it's so i've watched watched the boys last weekend and mm. you know great really recommend it and just the money, you know, the effects, the cast, you know, the writing, you know, was, was yeah. really good. And even watching, even just Great Hack, you know, the the yeah. the 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 amount of of kind of like you know special effects that they threw out that for a documentary. Yeah, yeah, I know, and all that, yeah, all the yeah coverage in the video. Yeah, it's, it, you're right. It was it was it was big. Although it, when you I stepped back from that. I don't. I don't know. This is probably not the forum to do this chat, but you know, I stepped back from it and thought, you know, when's it never ever been different in an election? They've always tried to switch people's voting by advertising. Uh, and all that. It's only the same kind of thing. And also, they they over dramatise some of the bits with the lead characters. It's oh, like, they did. Okay. They did. And, and interestingly, but, but I guess when's documentary not done that? So, no, yeah. and and I, I guess interestingly for me, it, it's because I so I got a text from Shaq through the week saying, you know, I'm going to watch the Great Hack and then delete all my, so, delete all my social media accounts. It's like, a you won't. And and B me watching it didn't make me think that it made it made me think these companies need to be regulated because that is my data that you're abusing, you yeah. know. But I st- it it showed the seedy underside of it all. Yeah, yeah you know. That, but there, you know, there was also from my point of view that bit of you know you see where politicians get so upset with the internet just for being the internet, but. When, They've used the same tactics elsewhere by how they, you know, when has data company and, and analysis companies not been involved in elections? They've always been there. They've always had uh, that. To- totally agree. You know, so even all the kind of, you know, panels that they do and they try and work out, you know, the, 
here's the kind of key, you know, swing voters in a particular mm. town or city. And they've always done it. Yeah, I remember that. I remember one of the documentaries in BBC years ago was was looking at a Tory election campaign and how they were sitting down with, you know, the twenty yeah. people in a particular area to try and work out, you know, and they were all measuring you to put your, you know, your pressing buttons for responses. It is, yeah. it, it's just and West Wing. It's all tell it, tell it, yeah, you know, yeah. people phoning up. So it's all those things. Anyway, it's just a more, um, it's a more evolved. It's more of. I think the difference with this one was that you didn't know what was happening to you. Yes. You know, that, that's, and, and well, and it wasn't just that whether you signed up; it was because some one of your friends signed uh, up, and, and then they and they had a license then to go and scrape other data, which Facebook had a terms and conditions that said you couldn't yes. really do that, but they ignored it. So yeah, and it was interesting. So that and I know we're way off, but the, <laughs> we are so far. But, off. but it, was, it was also interesting seeing the reaction of people who were involved in these things. And so when like Zuckerberg said, "No, my team weren't there." And they're all like, you know, and it was a very visceral, like you could tell it was a genuine, you're lying. Yeah. Or, so when, because when I watched that, yeah, because when I watched that, I was assuming that like Zuckerberg didn't know these things because why would a CEO know all these details? But the, the like say the reaction was you are plain face lying that you do that. You definitely know that I've spoken to you about that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, anyway. Let's get back a little bit on, but yeah, <laughs> one of these streaming providers we're getting, we've heard is called BritBox. It's ITV and BBC teaming up, and this is going to be as soon as so for BBC content, it's going to be as soon as things move off of iPlayer, they are going to go to a streaming service which you're going to have to pay six quid a month for, uh, and sort of all your box sets that that again have been traditionally passed around different providers to service. So uh, Netflix certainly had some old BBC content. I'm pretty sure some other people did as well. Um, But now that's going to go to their own place to try and drive um, revenue. And I'm sure it's driving revenue across borders as well. So, um, you know, where we can get some box sets uh, like on Sky and things like that in the UK, I I imagine BritBox is going to be wider and trying to get the international audience. Uh, Yeah. So this is um, six quid a month. Um, HD um, launched by the end of the year uh, 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 fine um, as you say some of this stuff's already and I guess it's it's just back to the realising how because I'll look at things like Peaky Blinders and it's you know really well made lots of money on it but it's, it's, it's an independent and BBC are chipping in a bit so the independent mm-hmm. company really owns the rights and they sell it on yeah. Netflix and other places around the world yeah. so it's it's you know you think why is BBC not you know putting that in iPlayer and they have an iPlayer right now but um, it's just it's just interesting how all these, these deals works. Um, I, I don't know why this this feels like it's going to fail. It just feels... yeah, it feels like it to me. I don't know. I mean, I think if it is an international thing and it is open to other countries, then I think we probably underestimate how much of a draw some of these shows are to the international community. You know, BBC.com is a thing and is monetized um, because of the content that it but, produces. But I think they already have a, 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 a they have like a. British streaming service that they've, they've joined together in America already. This is a purely UK only okay. extra. Um, let me just... I guess the other thing towards, yeah, you have a quick look up, but you know, the other thing towards me thinking this is going to be a fail is the fact that iPlayer now have got permission to shove everything up for a year, which obviously some things it's there only available for 30 days currently. Um, and yeah, so routinely now things are going to be available for a year. So beyond that time, have we had enough time to watch everything? I guess so, but we do like to dip back in. Yeah, time. so there already is a brick box um, mm. already from the BBC and ITV already in, on America and Canada. Okay. So this is just rolling out the service back to us. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> 
so yeah, so but iPlayer, yep, going to be a year, which is, I guess, a nice change. They've had the regulation approve that, and I think part of the reason that regulators don't like it is because BBC has such a monopoly on that kind of streaming service, uh, and it's something that other providers just cannot afford to do. Um, and I guess BritBox is another way of bringing, saying, well, ITV has now got the capability to do that, and they can monetize it. So. Uh, it's bringing things in alignment. I, th- I guess these two announcements are probably coming out at the same time for that reason. Yeah, and it, it makes sense because when iPlayer came out right at the start, it was like ahead of the pack and it really has fell behind. A lot a lot of it due to competition rules and yeah. you know where other people are putting loads of money that BBC just doesn't have. So you know, to allow them to keep content on for a year is a, a sensible thing. One billion Microsoft are putting forward towards OpenAI. This is, so OpenAI is the idea of getting some actual genuine computer intelligence rather than making algorithms that are very good at certain set tasks, trying to come up with algorithms for AI that are generally intelligent and can pick up different tasks or differing tasks. Um, The kind of state of play at the moment is AI of that kind of generic nature. They can't even make... Uh, they're, they're saying they can't make as um, bright as a, a rat, but actually, that's I would say that's a fairly high standard. So if they've got anywhere near that, they they're doing all right. Um, so the kind of problem solving of a of a small rodent. Um, but that Microsoft are putting their money behind this um, and saying, I think it's that the billion say says that this platform is now going to live on their kind of Azure or their their cloud compute um, network. Yeah. So initially there was a. I think it was quite a lot around um, Amazon as a as a platform, and Microsoft come along saying, "Actually, if we invest, can you, you know, can you tie up more with us, please?" And and that's what they're going to do. And we've seen it elsewhere. We could come and talk about that later. So yeah, so <laughs> platforms being used. And, and Microsoft's, you know, again, it's you know, richest company. It's got loads of cash, and it's now starting to use it in interesting ways. Well, it's trying to force people onto their platforms, and and we've seen it with. Uh, that streaming service that they're saying come across to our compute platform and that was with PlayStation as a partner and things like that and all those just you're seeing them say that our platform is here we are willing to spend money um, to get you on it uh, interesting times um, Virgin Media is going to give you gigabyte broadband or gigabit broadband I should say um, I guess that's going to include you because Glasgow seems to be top of the list of most of these services um, yeah uh, and uh, when's this coming by end of 2021 yeah so so basically over the next two years um and it's a bit it's a bit vague uh, you know about how they're going to roll that out um but it's a it's a good commitment because i've been you know the the you know i'm sitting at 300 just now and they've kind of they've kind of sat there for a while um mm. and and i'm and i'm fine with that speed it's, it's the upload that always annoys me because it's still a lot like 12 you know, it's, it's they're just not yeah. willing to budge on that at all. Uh, and again, I've not talked about that here. And it wouldn't surprise me again if they said, you know, yeah, we'll maybe go to you know twenty up or something like that, and we'll have a gig, you know, a gig down. Um, whereas a lot of the other smaller fiber providers are doing things like gig up and down. Yeah, so they're doing that kind of more yeah, yeah. Uh, asymmetric, not asymmetric. What's the symmetric? <laughs> but but it's just that they're offering something different. Um, so so yeah, we'll see how this goes. It's um, it's again. I think it's Virgin leading on the speed side of things. I'm not necessarily saying they're leading on the service and uptime or, or the service or geographical distribution. You know, they've got effectively they take the low hanging fruit because they put fiber optics into cities and that's easy for them to. That was it was uh, back to Thatcher time. times. They, you know, yeah. so the, the, some really bad decisions. You know, there was cable tail. 
Um, who was the other one? NTL. And out, out of that all formed, you know, Virgin Media. Um, and they was blue, then it was Virgin Media and Blue Yonder, wasn't it? They split the country in half or something. I can't even yeah, remember. Yeah, I, I just remember around Glasgow anyway, there were just, just roadworks everywhere as you threw fibre. Um, I still remember a friend of the show, Roy, being very upset that I think it was his dad at the time and his neighbours refused to let them dig through the gardens <laughs> so, they did, so they didn't get any like NTL or, or cable tail or whatever. Um, so. See, none, none of that nowadays. We'd chuck them out, evict them. So yeah, so we'll, we'll see what the next two two years brings. Because certainly, that's something that you know BT is not talked about at all. You know that that well, the government are very speed. government are very keen to get everyone on broadband. But I guess getting everyone onto faster broadband doesn't actually increase the numbers of people on broadband. <laughs> so no, so well, well, so 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 friend of the show Boris, uh, as he's, <laughs> as he's now known. Um, he, so he's made this commitment about um, by 2025 that, that full fibre optic broadband to all homes. Wow. I mean, he's saying a lot of things at the moment. <laughs> so he's, yeah. he's saying an awful lot of things you know that what, Chris, are not going to happen and that's not going to happen either. Let's so. leave it at that. He's just saying lots yeah. of things. He's just saying lots of things. And visiting lots of people. He is. How's that going? He is. Yeah. Um, to, to choruses of booze, which is great for a prime minister, isn't it? Uh, right. Apple is buying um, a load of Intel's um, smartphone modem business. Uh, I think we've I think we mentioned this before, that it might be happening, but it is now happening, and they spent a billion doing it. Uh, yeah, so so uh, Apple were in court with, with um, Qualcomm, and the surprise ending of that was, actually, we'll pay you a load of money, and we will um, license your products and all that good stuff. And and basically for Intel, it was basically that's the end of their modem business because there was nobody else really buying. Um, and it's been, it's huge, it's 2,200 rolls moving over to Apple. So it's, it's, wow. it's not a small, you know, it's not like, you know, a couple hundred people working on modems. That is a huge... But this is effectively Apple saying, I, we're going to pay you a litigation, but actually screw you long term, we're going to sort this out for ourselves it, and we'll pay a billion to do it. Yep, they want to own, it's, about, it's back to the Apple way, we want to own, you know, chip design, you know, that whole stack. Um, and it will t- it will take a number of years before we see an Apple designed you know chip in there. But uh, have Qualcomm shares gone down? I uh, I'm not so. sure. But I guess the other thing that's interesting is um, so they now own seventeen thousand wireless technology patents. Um, <laughs> so I think that helps from that whole you know people. And I remember they did this before when Nokia was saying you're you're using a whole load of our you know three G patents um apple then went on a you know a spending spree around buying up other firms oh you happen to be using these patents which i now acquired yeah so it's one of those that they end up just you know i guess there's a you know you're using that we've got this and they just do horse trading around it Um, so um big investment i think they said it was their second biggest purchase i guess the biggest must have been beats isn't it weird how I just I look at that figure now and I just don't care anymore? It's just the numbers are all so stupidly large nowadays with these tech firms that one billion doesn't. I just don't even blink at it. I think it's a billion dollars. Yeah, I just don't blink. Especially at it. as the, you know, so in like the uh, like the corporate world, you know, it's like um, you know some of some of the deals that are going through just now um, are just you know huge. I, I, th- I think the problem is that they they. they They've got so much money that they don't really, they don't consider it to be a big value. You know, they're buying up these tiny firms for massive amounts. Well, t- so, t- uh, so Tableau is a big BI provider. Salesforce just bought them for $15.7 billion. Oh, my goodness. Yes, you that's know, mad, isn't you it? You know, huge. But, but, I mean, Tableau was seen as like a, you know, top quadrant, you know, actually, you know, best BI provider. And Salesforce, right, we'll have them. 
<laughs> you know, it just Bubble. that's what it feels like. It's, it's like Oracle Bubble. doing all these crazy deals. Bubble. It, it, but it's it, gonna pop. Yeah. Well, uh, yes and no. They've, they've all got so much money. But it's fifteen. You can do a lot of thick with fifteen billion. You could make an equivalent service. It's just bonkers for me. But it's buying. It's it, it's a waste of money. It, but it's buying the. Um, it's buying like the the. It's like the the mind share the market they've already got. I know, but just think what you can think what the world could do with that money what, if it wasn't buying a service that already exists. But, but IBM bought Red Hat for thirty four billion. Yeah, you know, it's like when you rattle yeah, through these other deals, you're like one one billion for like two thousand guys working with modems doesn't sound that dear. I just think we put a lot of. I think we put a lot in our world nowadays. We put a lot of uh, value to things that aren't really that valuable in the in the grand scheme of things. But certainly, the amounts getting shoved around could be doing other things, couldn't they? That that's, almost reminds that's... me of an old lyric, you know, the cost of everything but the value of nothing. Ah, boom. That's What a beautiful lyric. I don't know what it's from. It's probably a Wigfield album. Deacon Blue, <laughs> actually, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Apple contractors are listening to you. If you're using Siri, then they're definitely listening to you. Um, this were, or they were anyway. This is kind of, I don't know if revelation is the right word, but we spoke a little bit ago about how Amazon... Uh, little snippets of their conversations were heard by uh, real humans and they caused a bit of an out- uproar and and now it turns out that yeah with all of these guys do it they basically listen into a, a small percentage of the recordings that happen during a day to check for quality and the fact that it was the question heard was the geo uh, targeting correct and was the answer given reasonable given the question um, but it does also turn out that obviously they hear a, a percentage of uh, automatic or automated activations or activations what's the word incorrect activations so yeah. if the thing just sparks up for you know all these we, all these all these false fires where it's you know it thinks it's heard city somehow or it, you know it, you know alexa thinks it's heard that's buzzword and all that kind of good stuff i see my the top of my alexa seems to fire up much more nowadays um and then just dies again and you can see that it's getting triggered by something it is more intelligent now about just shutting itself down and not doing a ping and talking to you. But nevertheless, all the time, then that's that's a new recording happening. Maybe it's it? a political animal because I'm getting triggered more and more as well. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, yep. So it turns out Apple are also listening and it's also something that they're just contracting out. And the kind of what we'll call a whistleblower said, look, these people don't get much training. They just get contracted in. They get to listen to this and and hey there's some really uncomfortable things we listen to we so you know we listen to intimate moments we listen to recordings which are clearly not meant for us and we listen to you know illegal uh, acts um and you know we don't really have any training of what to do with that uh, information once we have it um but ultimately should we have it and i think the update to this is that apple has um have they shut that down or stopped it for a bit? Uh, yeah, so, the, so the, I, I guess the big aspect to this was because Apple have been hammering, particularly Google, so hard in privacy, this was like a, an own goal, um, mm. a real own goal to come out. And, and lots of... Especially given the furore we had the other day on the other service that had exactly the same ab- you know, ab- situation. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so you know, lots of the Apple you know, usual pundits were like, hold on, you, know, you, can't, mm. you can't be doing this and at the same time slamming the other side. Um, and also telling us how you value you know, our privacy. And they've actually done, uh, one of the articles I read I really like was Jason Snell, who's quite rightly angry at this. 
um, because there was no option to say, I, I want, I, I don't want to send this data. I want to opt out. And Apple, you know, within, they did a kind of over the weekend kind of update saying um, it, it, it's, you know, not as bad as you think and blah, 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 and we're doing this and, you know, don't worry about it. But then they kind of come out um, today and have said, we're suspending this. Um, so suspending the program worldwide. Um, it's going to review the process it's used, which which seems to be an industry called grading. Um they're also going to put a software update so that in future you can opt out. Which, which... Yeah, and I think a lot of people said that, well, that's the reasonable aspect. But in a way, it's another one of those things where it should really be an opt-in. <laughs> you know, do you want to be in this? But, it's, but it's a bit... at, least there's, at least there's the option for exactly. someone to opt out. Um, and um, so, so I think that's the right thing to do. Um, it, I guess the right thing to do would have been doing this a week ago when this story first broke. Um, so it's, you know, it's and, but, and as usual it's come out on a Friday so kind of end of the week and let's not keep talking Bury about it. this you know it's like <laughs> we're going to do the right thing but but don't Bury it. yeah um, it also turns out Google suspended um, their process of doing the same thing on the 10th of July only in Europe um, so again Apple are emphasizing it's worldwide Google have only done it in Europe so again probably due to the different legislations around the world yep. they feel they have to maybe do that but they've only revealed today that they're doing that they didn't tell anybody. Um, Amazon, uh, no comment. <laughs> We're loving it, said Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun listening to what you get up to. Yeah, the, the, uh, the end, of, end, end of your clip reels that we put together are so, so good. <laughs> We're having a right old laugh sending them around the internet. The internet is lively at the moment. Uh, Google Zero team, uh, that's their uh, sort of hacks and exploits team, which is looking for bugs, have found uh, quite a few flaws in Apple's iMessage app, apparently. Um, and it, I think they have communicated it across and Apple have fixed most of them, but they've still left um, at least one open. <laughs> yeah, there was five. So there were six flaws that they'd found. And they, they did the decent thing and let Apple know rather than just revealing it. Gave them, the, I think they gave them the kind of customary you know, 90 days, come on, fix mm-hmm. this, these are important. And Apple did fix five out of the six of them. Um, and, and so they, they said one vulnerability was so severe that the only way to rescue a targeted iPhone would be to delete all the data off of it. So, so clear, clearly quite significant flaws. Another example could be used to copy files off a device without requiring the owner to do, to do anything to aid the hack. So quite significant hacks. I love the fact they're still finding these things because it shows how and where, how the NSA get hold of all the information. I bet the NSA hate people like this. Uh, yeah. Actually so one of the researchers people. is going to Black Hat, um, you know, in, uh, this month, and is going to talk about the findings. And one of Apple's mm-hmm. own security chiefs will also attend to give a separate presentation to go behind the scenes of iOS and Mac security. So it's uh, and I mean security is such. It's I mean I, all you need to do is look at Patch Tuesday. So Microsoft's monthly patch list is horrendous reading. Yeah, it's absolutely horrendous. You know, literally thousands of bugs getting fixed every month. I guess what it shows is, I mean, it's nice to have some clever people now looking into this properly, because it does show how. Even something which, on the face of it, seems fundamentally secure, when you actually get into the nuts and bolts of how a PC works and, you know, it's network buffers and overflows, it takes some very clever minds to work out how to break some of this stuff. But they work it out. And and it's good to have some, you know, at least some people fighting in the right direction rather than constantly in the wrong direction. And, and I mean, our, our operating systems and, our, and, and what we take for granted, we talked about it just before we started, this about video. 
You, know, you yeah. just take all these things for granted now, but you look at what you can do in just a messaging app. And, yeah. and you know, ten years ago, if you if you saw that, you'd be like, "You from the future?" This is, yeah, <laughs> you know, is this... yeah, well, yes, but not as far future as you think. Yeah, <laughs> it's not rock and roll. And yeah, we have Trump and Boris. Um, Google <laughs> <laughs> is just Google had a, a sort of antitrust proceeding against it on search in, within Android and all the the fact that Google is the search of choice. So they got made to do various this that and the other or make promises as to what they were going to do to make that more fair and how they've made it more fair is to uh, say right we're going to have four slots uh we're going to be one of them and the other three people you're going to pay us some money to get into those slots i say google this is this is android so i should be a little bit careful because that is a consortium um but yeah the you have to pay to get onto their the, one of the default search providers and not only that you have to do it via a silent auction therefore it's not just you know the actual value it's what you perceive the value to be and whether you're willing how high you're willing to go and it's also a sealed silent auction yes silent auction per country per country so if you're a bing and you you've got to put in an amount which is going to spread across all those countries that you think is going to beat everyone otherwise you're not you know you're going to have a weird thing in in bulgaria you're not going to be on that search yeah but bing's going to put a fiver in come on who uses bing you're going to you're going to put a fiver in (laughs) But it's, you know, it's, it's you know, for an anti-competitive ruling, this is, seems to be a very anti-competitive Absolutely. solution. Absolutely. I think it's almost them sticking their fingers up, isn't it? Saying, it is. You know, screw you guys. I, I thought they would have done, was, was, it, was it in Windows they were forced to do that kind of roulette type thing as well that says you'll get a random listing and we'll change the order and it'll be yep. randomly presented? That was with the browsers, wasn't it? Yeah. And I just thought they would have done the same thing. Um, but I'm guessing they've just said we don't like this ruling we don't agree with it we are going to do as much as we can to obstruct it and we're going to do it by getting some money out of this and do it in a way that's really not going to benefit, benefit anyone yeah. you know um, so it, it'll be interesting to see if the if the you know if, will the regulators flex their muscles exactly again? so DuckDuckGov come out already and said that you know this is flawed you know ballot box scheme excellent way of doing it um, but, but the kind of pay to play with only four slots is just not not right. But I think deliberately so. I agreed, agreed. But as you say, I think it just shows because Google were very annoyed with this ruling. Yeah, and, really were. Um, I think this is just. Uh, well, they, I think what well, I think the last thing we said on this ruling was Google were taking it away and were investigating what their options were. And and I'm guessing they this has figured this is one of their options. Uh, yeah. And it certainly is an option. It just <laughs> it's, it's yeah. very on Google. Yeah, it is really. You know, so and I think they've dropped that. Um, you know, don't be evil kind of thing. I think they think that's kind of disappeared. <laughs> the mantra's gone. Yeah. But but honestly, that this feels very. And, and I'm, it is. A, it's a screw you. It's definitely yeah. a screw you. And I know in the past, I think I think it's been proven time and again that although everybody thinks Google is like you know, you know the the play fair and all that has been proven a lot that actually you know we've you know we've we've you know made sure they skirt the edges are, just like all these other things. Exactly. As that documentary that we were talking about earlier said, all these companies skirt along the edge of what is reasonable uh, and yeah. and often go beyond it because they know they can get away with it. And and although I'm saying it's fair in Google, I, it's just popped in my head. They're an ad company. Although they're a search engine, yeah. they're an ad company. Exactly the same, and they take that ad mo- ad bucks. Uh, three are going to give five uh, G for their customers at no extra cost. What? Sounds too good to be true, Ian. You, you sound like Steve Ballmer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, un- unlike the others, which are basically Ooh, yeah, <laughs> developers, 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 developers. <laughs> oh, listeners, if only you could see Chris right now. <laughs> yeah, 
getting very excited. Exactly. I've recorded that. I'll put it up on my <laughs> Um but but yeah, it's another so so four to four in a year basically sticking a fiver on top of what you're currently paying. Basically, so you're going to get faster. We're going to charge you a fiver more, um, or we're going to you know Vodafone are doing things around you know you know <laughs> we're not going to charge you anymore, but we're going to limit you. Yeah, to, so, they're, to, so to edge speeds. <laughs> yeah, so they're doing things like you know you want you you know pay your current price and you'll get five G, but you're only getting a certain amount of speed. Um, yeah. And if you want the unlimited one, give us some more. Uh, three are basically saying. Um, unrestricted there's going to be no catches and there's no throttling no catches other than the they're doing this obviously to you know they they always go down these kind of routes and uh, you know their coverage isn't always the best is it and and if you have an unthrottled and you know you're attracting the people who do want unlimited and really will use it and then the service gets a bit screwed over which is we've seen that plenty of times by three and you know there are talk talks and other uh, yeah on the broadband if, side if you can get a reliable three in your area three is great um yeah. and fortunately where i ended up at, at, at work it's a three or is it dead spot if it's three at home and if it's three in town in glasgow fantastic see it work it was always hunting for a signal yeah and battery life and i think that's a lot of you know criminal. i guess and that's the same for any service provider right you know it doesn't you really when you're looking at what you should you know what's worthwhile having you shouldn't just be looking at these figures you should just be looking at that map of coverage because really that's the most important thing and unfor- where am i where am i yep. unfortunately the map of coverage said it would be fine but clearly uh, okay. you know cl- it clearly it, it, it was not um, and moved over to ye and it was it was like wow not not only is it great coverage but it's, it was double the speed and you felt it i wonder i, I can't i don't know whether you, i'm t- asking the right person but do you know how for like 4g had uh upper class 4g as it were yeah. with the, there was a band where yeah, yeah. it would go through penetrate buildings i wonder if 5g is along the same route or whether there's differences in 5g or whether they're all the same kind of technologies um, because I, certainly 4g wasn't the same technology it was just different ways of getting the same kind of I, speed I, I think it's a guy called brian that would be able to answer yeah that. we need to ask the yeah we need to ask the question um, of the right people but, but certainly because even the because ee started to talk about they had a kind of double speed 4g and and you know certainly compared to the you know what phone i've got vodafone ee you could do the speed test on it and it was like yeah big big and that's because difference. 4g wasn't really a specific technology was it it was just a speed increase that they wanted to signify as something i wonder whether 5g is actually a technology it seems more like a technology to me but i i don't know enough about it to know well but what i have heard and, and I've, I've not heard anything from from um you know with the heat down south you know with the 5g rollout but in america um lots of phones are dropping so if you're on 5g um the phones are getting hot and they're actually switching off 5G to drop mm. to 4G because the phone can't take the heat. Because the extra... Um, there's even been rumours of um, phones coming up with fans to cope with. And, oh it, and it's like, come on. But what are those waves doing to my head? Exactly. Can you imagine <gasps> how hot that must be in your pocket? Conspiracy theories, yeah. We'll put it next to your ear. Yeah, it's like, roasted. Uh, Marcus Hutchins has been spared Jen's jail sentence in the US. Marcus Hutchins, famous for being the person that helped get around the nhs um bug the attack and sort of highlighted it and and told people how they could get around it or get but unfortunately his past was from a hacking background and he had released various bits of software in the past which were uh you know i think they were hacker kits and stuff like that weren't they so but it, it released turns out he's all right yeah it released two programs um between 2012 and 2015 um chronos you pass kit um but then he switched. He switched. So he switched, I guess he went from black hat to white hat. So he went. He went to more ethical, 
um, hacking, cybersecurity research, which a lot, so a lot of the guys in in that area, you know, started off that way. Um, yeah. And there was lots of rumours that when he, because it, it was all around one there was lots of rumours when he he kind of you know flipped the switch around that and stopped all that in twenty seventeen. People were seen as a hero. People were like, yeah, look at all these crazy Bitcoin transactions that he was doing, and there's mm. no way he just stumbled on this, and this is all deliberate, and he's what's caused it. But reality was, it wasn't. He did do that. Lots he has of, now proved that it was not yeah, did save the world. Yeah, there was, <laughs> well, there was lots of testimony from his peers that actually you know, spoke up from and, and said, yeah. here's what he has done. There's still lots of people fearing that uh, it's America, it's a Trump America, yeah. and, and he is he will end up in jail. And it was really surprising. If you look at the actual, it's not in the kind of notes I've got here, but when you look at what the, the judge is ruling, he actually said you've got a lot of good in your column that outweighs the bad. And hence... You know, it's uh, you know, we are we're not going to put in jail. Um, you think he was he was found guilty, and you're also free to go today. Mm. Um, so hence back to the UK, it, it'll it'll struggle to get back into the US probably. Yeah, you know, there's some background. Uh, but you know, yeah, the- yeah it, it's interesting. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's the court saying we're we're still independent. Maybe they're flexible. Well, it was the, the, the you ju- know, there's been some the, background. What do they, what do they call them? What are those people that Trump chucked out? <laughs> ambassadors. You know, there's been some ambassadorial. Yeah. Ambassadorial ambassador. Um, whatever that word. I, I, I mean, the judge said, "Say, he said he praised Hutchins for turning a corner." Um, yeah. And, and and as I said, he talked about you know you get good in your column that that's, that goes against the bad. It's it's. Oh. And it feels. I wonder uh, if in ten years' time he's going to come out with his Netflix documentary and say, "Ah, pull their eyes, pull the wool over their eyes." You know, I doubt it, but who knows? Yeah. I look forward to that day, and it won't be Netflix because they've gone. <laughs> Nintendo Switch, <laughs> it's going to bring out a new model. So we spoke last week about it's like a smaller version, but they're bringing out a new model of the full size Switch, and it's going to have a better battery life, effectively. Uh, but yeah, whoop, but, whoop. but but not just but like double. You know, like a real big step up in battery life. So um, it's good for portability. I mean, there's still there's still quite a range, four point uh, yeah. five to nine hours. So it depends on what you're doing. I think it's back to the game. Some of the games are really quite intensive. Others not so much. Yeah. Sure. So and and I guess also it's back to if you're going to be you know playing online, you know, and and doing all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, but nevertheless, still a big jump. It's saying, they're saying like you say about double. So it's that's a, yeah. a worthwhile jump. Uh, but I still think next year we'll see a new one. I, I just there's lots of rumours that this year we've just seen like, I don't know, like a pro version, um, and whether this people call this a pro version or not, it's uh, I still think next year along, it's it's whether there's too much next year already with the new mm. you know the new PS5 and whatever Xbox and called. they're still they're still very relevant aren't they and they're, they're still, still selling loads so so yeah, I'm sitting here they, saying next year because they've got great games yep and I'm sitting here saying next year they're going to you know they might not be they might just say actually next year give the other two all that big woohoo 8K you know, ray tracing. Well, effectively, Switch are now in that money-making phase where they've recouped their initial development. They, they did it with the Wii and all those kind of things. They made all that money back um, and then they just made pure profit. And that, so they lived off that, whereas Xbox and PlayStation continually just get to the end of that phase and then move on. Yeah. You know, it's just... So Nintendo are the only ones that made money, although they, what was the console? <laughs> they really didn't do... What was the one before the Switch? With the dual with the screens on the actual controller. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I want to say it was the Wii U. Is it the Wii U? I don't know. I, don't, I think it might be. Because yeah. because I'm saying it and I'm thinking it's it's not, but it was. Wii, Wii U, Wii U. Yeah, so that wasn't so good. They must have lost some money there. 
Uh, Microsoft removing Cortana from Xbox One. Yay! So, yeah, we had to suffer that for a bit, uh, which was definitely a down step. But they've decided, yeah, we're going to really optimize this dashboard. Uh, and part of their optimization is going to be ripping out Cortana uh, because it was just a waste of time. Uh, apparently, you can now still have Cortana if you would like to have a handy mobile helper application and your phone next to you. Uh, exactly. So uh, about time. And hopefully, because I must have, I, how many times have you redone the dash? It's just embarrassing. It's a, if you, you know, yeah, you forget, but yeah, lots and lots and lots. And they, they've gone through better phases and worse phases, but one of the worst ones was when they put Cortana on and it made everything that you used to be, you used to be able to talk to your console fine and it would do this bit, but then you added Cortana and then you I, couldn't I, talk It was to definitely it. a step backwards. It really was. Really was. Um, who knew that consoles and computers could be lead to jobs in gaming and not just making games but just playing them Fortnite Millionaire um, this is Fortnite World Cup and I think a US uh, teenager won it and a UK teenager came second neither of which you would have heard of but they are now millionaires because of the game they play um, quickly hearing the back tracks of mum and dad saying yeah it really was a good career choice <laughs> <laughs> the best bit. So, the, what's, the, what's the wee guy's name? Jaden Ashman. He's fifteen. He was he was in duos. So they won they won one point eight million, which they need to split. Um, it, but his mum was so annoyed with his playing the Xbox, she actually threw out the Xbox during an argument. <laughs> yeah, and you know that parents are having this argument all across the country. They they're going, "You will never make any money out of this damn thing. You play all the time. You should be out there getting do a proper job." And then there you go. They, now all those kids around the country can point to this one, one, one good result. And to, and to be fair, when the guy's fifteen, so when you read, you know, when he says, "Me and my mum we clash quite a lot," she didn't understand how it worked. She so she thought that I was just spending eight hour days in my room just wasting my time. And at fifteen, it is a, it is a, you know, it's a, a dangerous commitment. You know what I mean? Because it, yeah, so that, you want to get, then, you want to get some skill because he's got what a three, four year career. And then because yeah, yeah. you have that kind of, they just have a, a, a sort, short lifespan and then done. It doesn't help those, you know, it's, I guess we've had those arguments all through, you know, it's been sport versus, you know, all those other things that now you can make a career out of. But many for many, many years, you couldn't. Um, so it was like, are you just wasting your time? Shouldn't you just be doing something that's going to actually earn you money, be, able to be an accountant, whatever? It's always had that argument. And gaming's now turned into one of those things. And there are people making true livings out of gaming now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my heart does think of it when, when, I, when I read. He got into the game and watched his uncle play the shooter, Gears of War, and stuff. Like, oh um, before getting his own <laughs> Xbox, age six. So to be honest, oh my goodness, you know, mum's got a lot to answer for as well there. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess there's a lot of parents out there who are now pulling their hair out because there is this. You know, how are they going to win this argument when they can point to these people and say, well. There's YouTube streamers. I'm just recording videos just like them and they're making millions. And they're now these people are just playing games and, and now they're making millions. You know, just... and, and speaking of streamers yeah. making millions. Mm, a ninja has moved across to Mixer. So Mixer is the Microsoft platform that no one's ever really heard of or used. <laughs> and now everyone's going to have heard of and use it because Ninja's going across. And the reason he's going across is because it is an unsustainable model for him to continually twitch stream and if he doesn't stream on twitch he, d- he loses all his money um so yeah how, so, how much mate how, how much do you think microsoft are thrown at this guy 
Well, everyone's saying seven-figure salary. It, it need, well, it needs to be because it's 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 a huge, huge. And what what amazes me? Apparently, if he if he works flat out during a week, he can make something. I mean, they're all a bit, they're all a little bit. You know, no one actually knows the true figures, right? But they're saying he can make earn half a million in a week just by streaming continuously. So, so it'll be interesting. And, and I guess this is something that we'll need to, you know, we'll need to revisit in six months. How many people did Mixer, you know, you know, did it jump by, you know, did two million people move over? Um, does it just create a hole in, in Twitch so that somebody else becomes the, the new hot, you know, you know streamer? Um, uh, and, and Very few people could have jumped across and dragged people with him, but he is one of those yeah. people that, that people follow him. They don't I, follow I, the agreed. platform he's on. I could not believe the kind of tech sites, gaming sites, Twitter, the reaction yesterday and also the way it was announced. It's on BBC front page. Absolutely, you know, it was like the top sort of five, fifth, sixth, you know, news item. Um, Microsoft had obviously thrown loads of money at, at, at the video announcing it because it was a whole, it, it was like a whole him walking Fake in with, press conference with like a hundred journalists and then him playing all these other characters and it's like, what? Um, yeah, so they mad. have they have clearly, clearly throwing money at this, but it's a it's a key platform for them again it's microsoft saying we've got all these good platforms we've got money let's put these two together and actually instead of just tickling around the edge like bing came in and we we thought you know are they going to do it properly and they half did it properly it's almost like they they keep going half ass into things and now they're realizing they're big players and they've you know their share price has gone up so they've got some money to play with so you know they're they're now they are throwing money at it and they're saying, what's the point of having Mixer as a platform, which is costing us a lot of money if we haven't got that star? So let's go, let's go put some money and let's do it. And that's what they've done. And it's just taken the biggest. Absolutely. And it's the same if you think about the, I mean, the, 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 the kind of stone to throw them around the kind of Xbox right now is you mentioned it with Nintendo where they, you know, you don't have exclusive games and they've went and bought all those studios and they're putting their hand up and saying, we know there's a gap We're there. And doing it. three years from now, we hope to not have that gap. I guess you're now going to see Ninja playing Halo next year. You know he will be. He, he was always a he was always a Halo player. But, but but you know what I mean. But that will be a. He'll be back in the Halo yeah. environment. Yeah, yeah, and and you know there's there's obviously tip there's obviously payback there, and he has to do work for Microsoft as part of that. Um, but no one knows quite the deal, and that's almost a bit shady, right? No one quite knows what the deal is. But, but from but, but from his can... point of view, it means he can now, as he said. You know, he takes all that cash, but he can't take a holiday. He, he literally has yeah. no holiday and he has to play games 12 hours a day. And I don't think, you know, that's to some people that sounds amazing, right? But it sounds pretty horrendous to sit in front of a screen for 12 hours of every single one of your days. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it, you need to have a, and also to keep people entertained and keep, you know, it's, it's not yeah. just, you know, how do you do it? Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a small set of people that can do that and do it well and make it entertaining. Indeed. Anyway, that is the end of our news. So that's good, isn't it? End of the podcast. Unless you got a pick? Uh, no. No, no. <laughs> go watch Mixer and go watch. Uh, digitaloutbox.com is our website. Info at digitaloutbox.com is our email address. Twitter is digitaloutbox. I am Twitter Cheesy UK. Ian, where do we find you? Um, IanDick.com. And next time we will stream the podcast live exclusively on Mixer. No, we won't. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, if they gave us seven figures, some salary, I would. Even just to see you doing your, your kind of Steve Bauman impression would be, would be worth it. Whoa! Yeah. You've also got the sweaty armpits you had as well. That's yeah. quite impressive. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> right. Uh, that is it. Uh, we will speak to you again. Well, who knows when? As soon as Microsoft give us the money, I guess.
Right, so it's done then. Yeah, see ya. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Goodbye.